0: believer hey i'm nick delgado for another edition of tatsumona tales on the kuam podcast network joining us to tell their stories is kin here in tizen and it's right in this tizen home kin says that this is where it all happened yep how you doing <laughs> good good all right so yeah. start it
1: off where do you want to begin um so man this happened a long time ago uh probably a little over 10 years ago mm-hmm. um my aunt was a Christian mother, and she was going around and telling my mom that, you know, I should bring in, the that we should bring in the Lady of Fatima to the house. Um, at the time, we didn't think anything of it, and, you know, they brought her in, they did the whole Nabena um, for her, and we didn't think much of it until um, one day I was trying to come down our stairs, and um, I couldn't get off the stairs. On the last step, I was, it's like a like a wall, and I just couldn't... My body couldn't get past it. Was it was like a force field? Like a force field. I guess you would say, like, my mind's like, just go. But my body is like, you can't. And my mom would look at me, and she's telling me, Huffa, Huffa normal. what's wrong with you? I said, I, I can't get down. And then um, she goes, Huffa, you can't get down. I said, Mom, I can't get down. And so she came to me, and she pulled me off of the stairs, And then, you know, after that, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's, maybe it's just my mind, whatever. Um, and then I remember another night I was, um, another night I was sleeping. And then, um, the next morning when I woke up, my dad said, you know, you were yelling so loud. I said, I was yelling. He goes, yeah, you were on the baluster and you're yelling out, um, Dad, Dad, but my dad never really heard me speak Chamorro or like in my sleep before. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you were looking down the stairs. And I remember that night I had a dream that there was a, like a shadowy figure that came up and I was trying to wake my parents who were in the next room to, um, to get up. But my dad was telling me, he goes, you just stood there and you were yelling, but it was weird because nobody else heard me yelling. My mom didn't hear me. My younger brother didn't hear me. Um, and then, you know, I, I was like, oh, well, maybe I was just like sleepwalking. Yeah. And then the worst one right after that happened. Um, and, and again, were the, you
0: sleepwalking, though?
1: Apparently I was, but it was but I was able to walk straight back to my bed and go back to sleep as soon as he. As soon as he patted me on the side and he turned me around,
0: any questions that you might have
1: been possessed? <laughs> uh, possessed? Fanagui, I really don't know at that time, and we didn't really have any suspicions, you know. Yeah. And then, um, uh, all I remember is that the the statue was facing the stairs, and so I started thinking, like, man, no, it can't be the statue. And then um, another night. I was me and my brother we were in our room and I was trying really hard to fall asleep and I couldn't I just couldn't so I closed my eyes and every time I would close my eyes I would see two figures outside of the window across the room from me mm-hmm. and so then I you know I shook it off and I said okay well I'll try to fall asleep again so I closed my eyes but then those figures moved from outside the window to inside the room
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I started to scare myself and I said well something's something's wrong and then I said okay well maybe I'll just try to go to sleep again close my eyes then those figures ended up next to my bed and as it was next to my bed my body froze and I was trying really hard to open my eyes to move my body Um, my feet felt like they were on fire like it was I was being burned from my foot and it was moving up towards my hips um, and I kept yelling out um, you know, for help, and I couldn't open my mouth. Um, finally, I always kept the rosary next to my bed. So I somehow was able to grab the rosary, and as soon as I grabbed the rosary, I woke up, and I was able to run to my mom's room, and my feet were still burning. And I kept telling my mom, 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 puti patasu puti putasu. Uh, and then she was freaking out. So she um, grabbed some patma. She put it in a pan. She burned it. And then she was walking in, in my room. And I ended up sleeping on the floor next to them that night. And then I finally had a discussion with my mom. And I said, Mom, I think you need to take the Lady of Fatima out. And she said, but she's supposed to protect the house. I said, but she's hurting me. I said, I don't know what it is. I just feel it that she needs to be out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um... It could have been that this place was very new. We we just moved into the house a couple of years before. Um, but yeah, it was it was so real and then after the um, after they removed the Lady of Fatima, they took her a little early about 3 or 4 days early. Um, it it stopped happening. And so I was telling my mom, I said, "I don't think she's uh, I don't think she wants to hang out with us anymore, mom." And she's like, she goes. Well, you didn't feel anything after this, and no, I didn't. I could walk up and down the stairs. I didn't have the the visions when I was sleeping. Um, you know, I wasn't sleepwalking anymore. So, yeah, that's kind of how that whole thing happened. It's always
0: so bizarre because whenever we hear of Tatsumono, we think of like the jungle area or mm-hmm. just some of the native ancestral lands that aren't inhabited, we don't have houses on. Mm-hmm. But this happened in your home, and then we also hear stories where they might even uh, go into objects. Uh, in oh, our I've heard household. a lot of so, stories of that, like that. You one. think that was the case.
1: It could be. Um, I had a cousin who um, would collect porcelain dolls <laughs> and he ended up getting really finagre he got sick and then they had to burn all the porcelain dolls. So growing up, my parents, um, hated anything, any stuffed animal dolls. They hated So could you imagine having like your GI Joe's and your parents like put that in a black trash bag, <laughs> you know, and it's, but it it is very possible, you know, um, things that are of adornment that are attachments, you know, uh, we hear about those a lot, and I'm, I kind of wasn't surprised, but I actually was more more stunned that it was, a, you know, something that's being that we were praying to, and it and it kind of hurt me. But I mean, you know, I still go to church. I still sing in the church choir. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the rosaries, um, and then I even do the family novena. So. I don't know if it was just that one incident, but yeah.
0: How do you think your experiences and then also the stories that you've heard growing up here in Guam Mm -hmm. about the Tatamana, about our our ancestors, um, has that changed your beliefs in them over the years and how so? Mm. So um, my grandmother is actually a
1: Suruhana, Mm -hmm. so we would... Growing up, we heard all the stories from the clearings in the jungle to the possession of dolls to lights in um, lights in people's houses to um, people trying to get taken and then the bird that tells on the pregnant girls and the cat that cries. We, we've, I've heard all of, a lot of it. Um, perspectively, I think that um, I've had a... I always had a a respect for Tautamotna and I've always paid attention to our cultural beliefs. Um, Things like putting up red curtains in your house um, so that they don't come in or that they don't look into your house. Uh, Mm -hmm. Putting in cologne when you're going out, especially with the kids, Mm -hmm. um, you know, not doing your laundry late at night kind of thing. So those things I still, I still hold um, value to and I still practice, uh, you know, it's that that saying announce of um, an ounce of prevention
0: is better than a pound of a cure, right? Right. Yeah. But well, that's more so you're saying out of the respect that mm-hmm. you grew up in. This becomes part of our culture. Yeah. What about people on the outside, the skeptics? What would you say to them? Unless you've seen it,
1: a, a, a pretty good practice of mine is you always learn about the culture first, mm-hmm. and then you respect that culture because you don't want to be at the at the wrong end of that, that stick. And, um, you know, people that are skeptical, everyone's going to have their own beliefs. Um, but in the end, I think it, it goes back to mutual respect of what the culture is, what it was before you were here. You know, it's not, um, something for people to make judgment based off what they seen on TV or right. maybe read in a news article that may not have been true. Right. Um, you know, prior to, more people coming to Guam, they thought Chamorros were cannibals, yeah. right? But I mean, it's 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 having that first-hand experience and having that mutual respect to understand and and make reason with what they believe in. That I think is uh is the important message that needs to go across. You know?
0: I think what's so also chilling for me is after hearing your stories that happened to you, you said uh, about a decade ago, yeah. you still live in this house. Oh yeah,
1: and that's why I'm saying it's like you know you learned about that ounce of uh, Prevention, like stuff stuff like like putting salt. Um, My grandma used to put salt in water in front of the doorway, um, and that was her form of prevention. Or the red curtains. Uh, A lot of people ask me, you know, their kids get Fanagui and I tell Mm -hmm. them, well, put them in a red shirt, or put them, or you know, take the um, your boyfriend or your brother's shirt that's uh, been used and put it by the window. You know, I think it's the it's the small things that we. That don't get passed down, that we forget, and uh, people tend to forget how to remedy the small things.
0: Yeah, and I've heard that before. You know, the male figurehead, the, the man of the house, kind of speaks up. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll say, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not here to disrespect. Mm-hmm. to Leave us alone. This is my home. Yeah. You know, or we're shouting into the
1: night. I remember right. um, elders are uh, standing up at the outside <laughs> and they're cussing into the jungle. Right, and you're like maybe he's crazy. What's wrong with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you realize it's actually yeah. a preventative measure. Um, and you know, people were, some people are scared to do those things, but it's this, uh, it's this image of dominance that I live here now. I'm in this realm and you know, you were here before, uh, you know, and it's, it's, again, it's those, that knowledge of what do you do that helps to prevent you from getting fanagui. I mean, I, I teach in a middle school, um, prior to me going on orders and, Kids left and right every year. There's always like one or two mm-hmm. that come to school and they have like, um, they get fanagui because they didn't put perfume on or they go to a party late at night and then they come to school and something followed them, right? And and as indigenous people of, of Guam, we're like, well, this is what you should do. But then you get the younger ones like, oh my god, I think you need to call the priest, you know? Which is which is which is possible. You could, yeah. But for a lot of it, you know, it's something as simple as. Burning putma or carrying the rosary or putting um, perfume on, uh, you know, or even lotion, um, you know, small stuff like that. A
0: few things, uh, tips to just keep us safeguarded yeah. and comfortable in our homes because that's where we live. Yeah, that's what that's what a lot of people always tell me. They go, that thing happened to you here. I'm like, yeah. I mean, the
1: statue was right there. The stairs are right there. Yeah. I said, but for me, it was to understand, um, you know, what were my limits as far as, um, as far as um, you know, being exposed and, and appreciating and, and acknowledging, you know, at, at the same time, you know that they're there, but at the same time, you also have to remember that you should not have to acknowledge them because you don't want them to like follow you and stuff like that. You know, if, um, a lot of t- like little kids and they always go, Oh, monster, you know, you would tell mm. them, Oh, there's no monster over there. Yeah. But it's just, a, it's, it's a, it's a preventative measure again to make sure that you don't bring that into your your
0: everyday life you know um and again like schools schools happens all the time and uh, of course not acknowledging them is one helpful method but in the sense of like our our younger generation being told no there's nothing there Mm -hmm. just to to your point of not acknowledging them does that also bring about uh, i guess a misconception that no you don't really see anything so then they won't get to Learn and grow. From yeah, that?
1: yeah. I think it's it gets mixed up. Yeah. you know, there's a difference between between um, turning attention away to mm. protect, and then there's a um, then there's a perception where you totally disregard the existence um, because it doesn't match either your belief, your values, or what you were brought up knowing. You know, what I mean, um, most um, people from off island. Um, I guess would would say that houses or cemeteries were probably like the more um, prominent figures that you would see to be haunted. Damn. But I mean here it's like it's anywhere. 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 Even like, in Tuman. Even in Tuman, yeah,
0: especially in Tuman. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. So no other stories or no other experiences any any inklings or feelings that have happened to you in those years that passed or ever late?
1: Um you know, I did have one instance. I had a friend that used to work in um, the district court, okay. and at one point he he showed me this picture, and he was telling me this story about how the district court doors shattered, mm-hmm. and he goes, you know, we couldn't figure it out, and and then he shows me this picture, and I looked at the picture, and I said, who's the girl? And he goes, what girl? I was like, she's standing right there. He goes no way i said no you could
0: see the girl yeah photo. i could see the girl he could no one else could see it. it
1: apparently no one that worked at the court could see it and then i said well she looks mad and he goes there's only one other person that saw that girl and i was like well who he goes the suruhana they called mm-hmm. or suruhano i think that called they called and i said well whatever you guys did pissed her off because she's mad and then he's like no way you know I, I they always tell Tell you like oh you know you must be suruhanam you know I was never given that title I don't actively practice um but it's just you know there there are people that are Le'an, you know they can see then there's people that make amwa there's people that lasa um, yeah, I mean, massage yeah. other people but I mean it that one instance he, he it came from his phone and and we were at a we were in the army reserves at the time mm-hmm. and we were, and he's like no way and I said. Yeah, dude, she's, like, not that high. You can see it on the door. And she's just standing there where it's cracked. And he's, like, man. Oof. Yeah, he, yeah, that, he got fugu all is, over. Yeah, I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> right? Now, now you don't want to go to the district court to report. <laughs> I have to, though. <laughs> I don't even know what door it is, though. But I just saw the door, and yeah. I just saw the figure. But that's all it was, yeah.
0: Do you think that you having that eyesight that you might be, uh, you might have so the so-called powers the pass down the gift? Yeah.
1: Um, you know, it, here, my grandmother was a Suruhana, but um, in Talofofo, uh, and she didn't want to pass the gift down, you know. Oh, it um, has to be passed down. Yeah, so traditionally, it would be passed down from the carrier to the person, um, and you know, a lot of times, and the way I've heard it is that you sleep next to the um, the Suruhana. Mm-hmm. They ask permission for them to let you become the next Suruhana, and you um, um, you know, my grandmother was scared of her gift, you know, and it it is scary when you see things that you don't understand or, or you don't want other, or you see things that no one else can see, you know, um, so she kind of let it die with her. Um, did it live in the generation? Maybe. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Um, but you know, what I do know is that I do respect the the traditional um, beliefs of the Chamorros and the Tautamotna and um, the things that we were taught from a young age. You know, even if I grew up, I'm already 32, but I can still, um, I still believe everything that is told to me and, and how to prevent those things because, as you can tell, I still live in the same house. And, <laughs> That's clear. And, and so far, nothing, is, nothing has bothered me since then. Yeah, Yeah. You claimed your
0: domain. Yeah. Do I didn't shout out the door point. yet, but <laughs> <laughs> do you, but yes. Do you think that you'll ever want to take on that gift, seeing as you already have this this spiritual connection to our past? Um, you know, I think it's a calling, and my calling was
1: always, like, helping. You know, teaching is a form of helping, and I think that if people needed my help, that it would come to me. Um, and and sometimes they do. Some people will ask me to make like lodegal for them, and, and I have, um, you know, people have needed to be massaged, and I have just off of, uh, mm-hmm. of, um, you know, I just feel like an inkling, and then I I just do it. But am I a Suruhano? Not re- no. I don't claim the title. Um, do I practice? No. Do I get a feeling sometimes? Sometimes, Um, you know, but but for me, you know, I've learned from other Suruhanas around the island. I've seen them practice. Um, I've heard their stories and I've seen how how it's affected them, you know. And um, and for me, it's an honor to be one. It's an honor to practice, but it wasn't gifted to me and the title wasn't gifted to me either. So then I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't hold claim to it. But, I, but if it's something that's traditional and it's in my, it's in my being, you know, I, I would practice it.
0: Well, you're only 32. still time to consider and think about <laughs> right? it, I guess.
1: They don't give a degree for Sudahana.
0: <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> All right. Ken, thank you so much for your no time problem. and for sharing your thank experiences. You Anything else that you think the viewing public should know whenever they hear about our Mona? Um ask questions i would think
1: it's it's common to ask questions but not listen. to them not not, you know, not yeah like, not to <laughs> them but to the to the older generation to you, to the uh, to the manamku yeah. you know you want to ask questions and you want to get their insight because they have the experience they have the knowledge and that's why you know um you that's why you fangini the manamku because they you're taking in that knowledge right and it's From every word to every action, there is a purpose. And once you understand those things, you know, culture becomes alive, especially for the younger generation, you know, and, and, um, What does that mean? (laughs) Um, Keep, go
0: and speak tomorrow because it's good for our, for our culture. Lesson for us (laughs) all, including myself. Thank you again so much for your time. I appreciate you sharing your experience and your stories. Of course. Ah, always ask permission. Yes, always ask permission. (laughs) Whether you're... doesn't matter if it's
1: English or Chamorro or in your mind, just ask permission. Real quick, what's the common way? What's the proper way? Uh, So it depends what you're going to do, but I mean, normally if I go into like the jungle, you say, Could you do a part of it in English? um, Oh, um, uh, may I please um, have permission to walk into your uh, into the jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you would ask, you know, um, I'm not trying to bother you. Um, or if you're going to use the restroom, may I use the restroom? Yeah. Um, and if you ever need the restroom in my home, you may, you're feel free to use it. But okay. that's, that's how I was taught.
0: Yeah. So, I do yeah. the same. I mean, I say, uh, the names and then I go into just asking in English cause that's all yeah. I know at this point. I mean, but...
1: if, it, if you'll know if you're not welcome, I right. mean, you know, um, People get fanatic. Phenac- we like that all the time. Yeah. And so those are those are a lot of their stories. And um, But, you know, it's it's all just about mutual respect. Of course. You know, and there's energy all around
0: us and in existence. They, if they acknowledge you, you should acknowledge them. All right. That's clear. Thank you so much. As again, <laughs> always ask permission. If you're not a believer, again, like Ken said, it's important that you respect them. For now, thank you guys so much for watching. Tell them what it tells the podcast on the KUM Podcast Network. I'm Nick Delgado. We'll see you soon.